All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that will teach you how to do exactly that. And now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Uh, today, I have Beth Bell with us. And Beth, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi. Yeah, I'm excited to be on the show. Well, I've been known as the flower whisperer. Um, I'm actually also an entrepreneur and a radio host and TV personality. And I have an, uh, a book that I've written, Flower Power for Pure Love. So I'm kind of a, a jack of all trades, but I left my corporate life, uh, my 15 plus year corporate life um, for flip-flops, helmet hair in the rice fields of Bali a while back. So yeah, lots to talk about today. Nice. Okay. So are you currently in Bali? Is that where you live? I am not in Bali at the moment. I'm actually back in the United States, and I just happen to be passing through Palm Desert. Gotcha. Okay, nice. But do you go back pretty often, or that's just kind of where you like started off? When yeah, you well, I've been living full-time in Asia for the last seven and a half years, and at the end of last year, I got called to come back to the United States, back to my homeland, and I'm launching the Pollinating the Planet with Love um, campaign and tour, and part of that is launching a, a it's a mudra, actually. It's called Pollinating Love Mudra. So there's a lot happening, and, and it just seems like the time is right for me to be back here in the United States for an extended period of time, but I still go, I still be back in Bali and, and here all at the same time. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's interesting. I, I recently kind of just went through something where I've, I've lived in Encinitas for three years and three years now in Miami. So all very warm and tropic. And I'm originally from Philadelphia and I felt called to just go back, be with family for a few months. Mm, yeah. You know, it's just, important. I think, you know, wherever you grow up, there's just, there's always a special place in your heart with that, I think, at least for me. Um, so I want to know, uh, I think the obvious first question, tell us, tell me about the flower uh, whisperer. Like that sounds incredible. So I would love to learn more about that. Yeah, it's probably one of the most commonly asked questions because a lot of people aren't familiar with what in the world that could be. But in 2005, so back a long time ago, I just happened to buy a nice camera. I went on vacation to Hawaii. I started photographing flowers and I just became mesmerized by the whole experience because I photographed them really close up. And I was also in the throes of a incredible but chaotic corporate career. And I knew at the time that I should meditate more, but I just didn't have the time. And I felt like every time I tried to make the time, I felt like I was just wasting time because all I could think about was all the things I needed to do. And so looking back, I see that it was really the universe providing me a way to meditate through photographing and observing flowers. So my mind was actually quieting as I was observing them. And then probably, I don't know, a couple years into it, I started to realize that I was getting these messages from the flowers. 
And what I mean by that is that I, I literally, my mind was just quieting so much so that I was just in the present moment in the now. And I felt that I was just getting messages channeled to me. I mean, it can be from my higher self, the universe, the quantum field, whatever you want to call it. And it was just a really beautiful experience to have these calming, you know, I'd say truths and, and affirmations that would come through the flowers. And then I started realizing that, hey, I think there's kind of some themes here, which then inspired me to write the book, Flower Power for for pure love, where I capture the four life lessons that I learned from flowers. So, um, yeah, so it's been a really interesting journey with the flowers. And, and then ultimately it's led me to understand really the energetic matrix of mother nature as a whole. So I think for me, it's the flowers, but I think if you're a surfer, you get it from the ocean and the waves. If you're, you know, a fisherman, you might get it from the lake. So mother nature is this incredible, powerful, source of energy that I think really reconnects us to our inner wisdom. So yeah, so it's just become a really incredible experience for me over time and how it's evolved and transformed is, has been really fun and fascinating. Yes, agreed. Nature is, is huge. Um, so, you know, now I'm curious, open loop there. Uh, so, uh, you know, obviously it's in the book, but can you give us kind of like summary points on what the four life lessons are? Yeah. The first one is let love live. So oftentimes we're looking for love outside of ourselves, especially in romantic relationships, but it's mostly about going inside and realizing that love is from within. And when we do that, we can really then love unconditionally where we know that giving and receiving is the same. So that's number one. Number two is details derail. So, you know, I think in the Western world, especially we grew up, um, wanting to know all the details so that we can make a very analytical decision. And while that does service at certain points in time, I think what we've done is we've really numbed ourselves and we're not using our intuition and we're not feeling, you know, that gut feeling that people talk about. We're not feeling in our bodies. Um, and so it's really important to go back to allowing ourselves to not be in analysis paralysis and to not get so over inundated with the facts. So that's the second one. The third one is um, expect nothing. And this one is still a challenge for me, but I think it's really about coming from a heart-centered place, making a decision, um, taking action that's really inspired from your soul. And, you know, I think people, oh, I can't do that in my corporate life. And I thought, oh, wow, that is like the most important place for you to do this, to really be grounded in, in who you are, what you believe and what you think is the right thing. And, um, or I should say maybe the truth um, and, and really making decisions based on that. Because what's, what's, what's in truth is always the best for the greater whole. Um, so that's number three. Yes. And number four is appreciate everything. So we know that through gratitude, anything is possible and we can manifest and create anything. So it's really about being grateful. And I think, you know, living in Asia for the last seven and a half years, one of the things that, that I really started to feel into was, you know, being grateful for the little things that I think we sometimes take for granted in the Western world, like clean feet, clean water, you know, just uh, healthy food. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to be grateful for that I think we kind of gloss over in our easier world in life, um, you know, in first world countries. So yeah, so it's, it's about being grateful for, you know, really everything that comes our way, because then we can attract more of what we want, and less of what we don't want. Got it. Okay. Can, can you give us like a, 
um, just one like real example of like something with the flowers that, you know, like the a story that just made you realize something about yourself or maybe it was helping somebody else? Well, you know what, I'll, I'll, what I will share is that um, I've had a store in Bali, a brick and mortar store on Monkey Forest Road. And one of the things that we did was I have what I call flower affirmation cards. And whenever a customer came in the door, the first thing we offered them was a, fl a free flower card reading. And, um, and there was no one that rejected it, actually, which was fun. And 90% of people said, wow, that was exactly what I needed to hear, or that was just what I was thinking about. 10% um, of people cried. So it, it, they, you know, it's just really interesting that it's not just through a live flower and mother nature, but it's also, you know, something that can be an essence and energy that can be captured in, you know, in a card, in a card reading, right? So that people can still take the power of mother nature through, you know, paper, right? Because the energy is there, the essence is still there, your spirit is still working with you and providing exactly what you need at just the right time. So, so I would say that that's something that I always found fascinating was just how much the cards resonated for people in doing card readings. Um, so yeah, so that's been really, really fun. Got it. And that is one of the coolest names of a road I've ever heard. Yeah, Monkey Forest Road. Well, it was right by the Monkey Forest. So oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, what I'm also curious about, so you said like, you, you know, you're 15 years uh, in corporate. So you were pretty like ingrained in that, I guess you could say type of way of living, like 15 years, pretty long time to be doing, you know, one thing a certain way, like habits had definitely been formed. So how, like, what was it that just made you like, eventually like, I can't do it anymore. Like I'm done with this. Or like, what, what was it in your life that made you make this switch? Well, you know, it's interesting because in this particular case, when I left, it wasn't about I can't do it. It was, it was about, I know there's so much more that I'm here to offer. So I loved, I loved what I did. I mean, hey, there's always downsides to, you know, a corporate life and, and we could probably talk about, you know, soul sucking and all that stuff. But I really felt like I, I really loved what I did and I had, I had a lot, I had a lot going for me. I, I was, um, I was in Asia and Singapore and I was in charge of women's health for all of Asia Pacific, which was China, Japan, everything in between down to Australia, New Zealand. And, and it was, um, you know, in our women's health division and it was preventing unwanted pregnancies. So I really loved what I did, but I really felt this inspired idea. And, and I really just felt like I needed to take action because I think, you know, you know, and, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners know that if you, hear your soul calling and you don't listen, you're going to get stopped at some point, whether it's disease, divorce, um, you lose your job, you know, whatever it is. And so spirit is going to take over at some point. And I just knew that it was clear that I had something much more to do. So as much as I loved the paycheck and I loved, you know, a lot of what I did, I loved working with, you know, global thought leaders in, in the OBGYN field. I mean, I really had great experiences and I'm so grateful for, for everything that that offered me. But then the universe said, but now's the time, like you need to jump out of the nest and, and you need to take that risk. And if you're ever going to talk to other people about and take it in, about taking intuitive risks, you certainly have to keep doing them yourself. So, yeah, so that was really the thing for me was I was just asking the universe to, to give me that inspired, you know, time and action point to, to make the jump. And then, and then I did. Got it. Okay. Um, 
Well, listen, I thank you for coming on. The, the last one I really have for you, where can our listeners best find connect with you online? Um, I know the new book uh, just came out. So yeah, tell us, tell our listeners where they can best, um, you know, l- learn more. Cause I think you're very unique in what you're doing. So it's very interesting to me. And I think to a lot of our listeners, it's going to be as well. Yeah. Well, and I would love people to join in on the pollinating love mudra because it's all about helping to end loneliness and chaos, which we didn't get to talk about today, but it's an incredible mudra that shifts energy and it, and it really creates, um, an energetic exchange of unconditional love between people and it can be absolute strangers, but you can find me at Beth Bell. So B E T H B E L L dot me. So not.com, but dot me. And you can also find me on Instagram at queen bliss B. I post uh, flower photographs and the messages that I receive from them as well there, but on Beth Bell dot me, you'll, you, you can find everything there as well and, and Beth Bell live on Facebook um, and I can send you all these links if you want to put them in, in your notes and yeah we would love to have people join in on the mudra and um, be part of the pollinating the planet with love mission perfect and, and actually um, feel free to tell us a little bit more uh, about the mudra because that sounds interesting uh, to me so uh, if you have a little bit more time I'm happy to, to hear yeah it. yeah okay yeah I would love to share so um, in pollinating the planet with love, I just felt like there there should be something that is free and easy and a way that we can pollinate, like, I don't want to say faster, but yeah, faster, because people are suffering so much from people say, what do you mean by loneliness? Well, you can be married, you can have kids, you can be you can have a full social calendar and you can still be lonely. And so what I mean by ending loneliness is it's about reconnecting people to their own inner wisdom to source energy so that they're not feeling alone in the universe. And the way to do that is really through um, meditation and it's through connection with ourselves. But I think most importantly, it's also about connection with others because when we connect with others then we we contribute to our communities at such exponential ways and then we really start to shift the planet so it's um the loneliness thing i think is is something that that a majority of people are actually suffering and the chaos is really about people looking at their external world to see where they're at. And, um, you know, even in the more spiritual realms of people talking about, oh, you know, I'm manifesting my desires. um, They're still looking for external validation, whether or not something came to them or not. Right. And, and that's, really a, a 101 way of looking at manifestation. And it's, it's more about knowing inside and feeling inside that everything is coming from you. You are, you are the projector. You're, you're writing this screenplay. And the only way to change the chaos that we, you know, so often witness, whether it's watching the, the news or it's, you know, just being out in society and seeing, seeing the disconnect, um, it's really about shifting that and shifting it back to, Chaos turns to bliss and loneliness turns to love. And this mudra is using four things. It's using your hands, your heart, your eyes, and most importantly, your intention to give and receive pure love. And I've done it now with several strangers. I've done it with people that I know. And I've done it with people who are not at all in the woo-woo world. And they're like, wow, I don't know what that is, but something happened and I felt something. So you can also um, see my introductory um, to the the mudra on my Facebook, my Beth Bell Live on my Facebook page. Um, 
we had six of the seven, no, five of the seven continents. So we're looking to have uh, all seven continents um, starting to introduce the mudra. And then each week we're tracking the number of countries that we have that are also coming on board and sharing the mudra. Because it doesn't technically require the English language, although that's sometimes helpful to understand exactly what we're doing in the mudra. And since we're not on video, I can't really show you the mudra, but but you definitely can see it if you go to Beth Bell Live. And it's... Um, yeah, it's just a really, really nice way to have soul recognition with another human being and share love. Beautiful. Love it. I'm glad we extended it a little bit for that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everybody listening, you know where to find Beth. And uh, thank you again for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me.